It is vital that we have the conversations to instigate and propel positive change within our industries and communities by looking at different ideas and adopting new mindsets. The Reset and Rethink podcast is about continuing our connectivity with rural and regional communities and the people that sustain them. It's an over-the-fence look at people's lives, ideas and actions that inspire us. We hear from strong individuals, community members, business owners and industry professionals who are making way for real change in their patch and beyond. Welcome to the Reset and Rethink podcast brought to you by Cherub, empowering and supporting rural and regional communities to thrive. This project is supported by the North Queensland Dry Tropics through funding from the Australian Government's National Land Care Program. In this episode, we introduce you to landscape planner Sam Skeet from the Malone Institute. Well, good evening, Sam, and welcome to Trip's podcast channel, Reset and Rethink. Thanks, Zach. Um, well, I've had the privilege of sitting in on a few of your workshops lately. Um, tell us about yourself and what you do. Well, I'm based in Townsville and I work for Maloon Consulting, which is part of the Maloon Institute and the uh, institute was founded by a bloke called Tony Coote and is based yeah. down in southern Australia, just east of Canberra, uh, and really based around work that Tony did with Peter Andrews and around sort of rebuilding function along the creek line at Maloon Farms, which is um, farms are part of the institute. So my role is really around um, sort of supporting landholders to understand and undertake landscape rehydration and sort of more broadly regenerative agriculture. Yeah. How long have you been doing this field of work for? Uh, well, with Maloon, about a bit over 12 months yeah. now. And before that, natural resource management. Just around, around Townsville? Yeah, in, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Townsville and Burdekin yeah. region. Where did your interest for landscape rehydration start? Oh, it's like it's kind of the coming together of a lot of different thought processes. But I guess as, a, as an understanding, it really came together with time that I spent with Peter Andrews when he came up through NQ Dry Tropics to North Queensland. I got to spend a few days yeah. with him looking at country and looking at country through the lens that he saw it and understanding the kind of natural processes where water in contact with plants built a lot of the landscape that we look at and how that process operates and what has happened to interrupt it and so that kind of started part of my journey and the other part is really I mean my enthusiasm for grazing and you know, landscape management under grazing and landscape rehydration kind of as a concept brings those two together for yep. me anyway in my mind other people might see it differently but you know rebuilding a functional landscape that is able to store and release water it's kind of fundamental to me you've basically covered it already but landscape rehydration what is it exactly and why is it so important well i don't know that it's an exact science i guess how you define it for yourself is but from our from a sort of maloon point of view landscape rehydration is really about sort of rebuilding functional processes in the landscape so where these have become 
interrupted and we no longer have water moving in the landscape as it once did we're kind of trying to rebuild that and that doesn't necessarily mean intervention that means you know the combination of plants and soil working together to manage water so some of that will happen under grazing and some of that will happen in our alluvial settings what is the biggest mistake you see when people are applying landscape rehydration methods to their land there's never a right or wrong answer depending on how people look at their landscape and the lens that they view their landscape and what they're trying to achieve i guess from my point of view one of the things i see a lot of and talk to a lot of people about is that there isn't a silver bullet to rebuilding a landscape or having a functioning landscape landscape rehydration i mean that's a philosophical goal and it's an excellent thought and goal to work towards but that doesn't necessarily mean intervention to rehydrate a landscape a lot of it can just come down to changes in management and so especially in northern australia and the further you come north and the size of places gets bigger Mm. i think it becomes even more critical to understand what is a degraded system where some intervention is worthwhile and what is a intact or functioning system and not putting time and effort into something that you know is already intact or something that you could manage under grazing and so you know from my point of view managing plants and water through grazing on an extensive environment is 99 percent of the yeah um the outcome or the goal and will give you the most benefit and then some intervention where appropriate can speed that up and so that's probably the biggest thing that i see with people is that the term landscape rehydration you know often the images are of contours or leaky weirs or other things that are going to lift water back up and get it operating on the surface which we can do and we can do that really effectively in the right setting whereas for most people 99 percent of your country we can operate well under grazing and get rehydration through building carbon and having a functioning ecosystem with plants in contact with soil managing water for us so what would be your advice to someone that has been affected by erosion gulling and they they need basically more landscape rehydration what would be your advice you'd give to them if they had been affected by that my advice would be dependent on their situation and i think the most important thing that i would say to anyone that's looking at you know erosion or landscape degradation is get you in (laughs) (laughs) well understand the process that caused it you know and then i think the most important thing and this is not solely my thought i mean this come from a lot of different people and this is only as i understand it is you know it's really about how does that person on their landscape view and understand what they're trying to achieve because their vision of what they want their landscape to look like and operate like might be different to mine and so i can look at a gully and say we should potentially intervene and lift water back up to the surface and have it ponded there and have it operating at surface level but 
if that's your only bit of country and you want to graze that and we're going to put it underwater, then that doesn't necessarily meet the goals of that landholder. And so it really comes down to what, you know, the individual person wants to achieve in any particular circumstance. But what I would say is we're really trying to just kickstart a depositional process again in a lot of cases where we're talking about erosion and rebuild deposition and rebuild plants starting to manage water rather than us having to build significant structures you know rock rundowns or other things to try and mitigate basically a symptom of a deeper cause yeah so just you basically you don't need machinery to fix everything well the less we can (laughs) the less we have to do trying to do the least amount of intervention for the most amount of return is generally everyone's aim but it's about getting your eye in around where you can really easily do that and starting there yeah the most important question what does the future hold for you well hopefully um more time spent with people on their bits of country is what i really enjoy doing and trying to support them and give them some understanding around if they want to move down let's call it a functioning ecosystem under grazing then how can they do that either through some intervention or helping them to understand when grazing might be their most appropriate tool Um, and just trying to get that balance with people so that'll be part of it and the other part of it hopefully spending time with the family and yeah running some more cows (laughs) yeah building the herd exactly yeah now well thank you very much for joining me tonight it was a privilege to have you on board and yeah, cheers for that. No worries. What I would say also, Zach, if people get interested, you know, looking at both Peter Andrews or PA Yeomans as people that, you know, spend a lot of time thinking about water and country, gives you a very good lens to look at things through. And then there's no substitute for actually going and having a look at how water is operating in your landscape and looking at the yeah. features and understanding how they were built. It, yeah. And if you get enthused about grazing and how that's going to operate, you know, having spent time with and listened to Dick Richardson and grazing naturally, if you're into trying to manage a productive grazing enterprise and build a functioning ecosystem then going and having a look at what they're doing would be of value to a lot of people well that's it for today's episode we can't wait for you to tune in with us next time in the meantime if you're enjoying our podcast series please share rate and subscribe so we can continue to keep creating this content for you all 